You're listening to The Peak Podcast with me, Christina Roman. We're having real, intimate conversations about the interconnectedness of life. Join us as we discuss big topics like intuition, personal mastery, and emotional wellness and why they matter for you. Hey there, I am podcasting from my closet again. (laughs) They are doing scaffolding work outside of my building right now, and so it is super loud. And even when they're not working, the wind blows the scaffolding, and it is hilariously terrible for podcasting. So here we are in the closet. Welcome. (laughs) I feel like R. Kelly trapped in the closet. I don't know if you can make R. Kelly jokes anymore, given how creepy and sketchy he is, but I'm rolling with it. So this is actually an impromptu episode that I just wanted to record because I just spent the morning responding to survey submissions from my website. So here's the deal. I'm going to back up a little bit. I started running Facebook ads with an amazing Facebook ads manager, and she has been just tweaking our messaging, tweaking our copy, our audiences, and our photos. So props to Susie. Thank you so much for all you do for me. I can just sit back and just weigh in periodically, which is amazing. And we're running Facebook ads to the deep work freebie, which is 15 minutes to get into a deep work state. So I've talked about it before, but it's literally minute by minute for 15 minutes to prepare yourself to go into a time of focused, uninterrupted work. And the reason that it's outlined so clearly in 15 minutes is that I know what's going to come up for you when you try to do deep work because it's the exact same stuff that comes up for me and it's the exact same stuff that comes up for my clients. So I'm an expert in that only because I've suffered it myself. So when people sign up for my opt-in, they get the option to fill out an optional additional question on the survey. Keep in mind that these people are all coming to me wanting more productivity, better time management. It's all through the deep work opt-in. So this is not general life coaching. This is very specific to that opt-in. And the question is, what is the number one thing that you're struggling with in your life right now? So I wanted to read you some of the responses because I think you'll probably relate to them. And I also want to read you what I respond back with because I think it'll give you some good strategies and tips. But before I do that, I wanted to point out something that I find super interesting. Also, I can just hear my brother-in-law mocking me for the way I said super interesting because he always makes fun of me and my sister for the way we enunciate so much, so dramatically. So here's what happens. Somebody gets a Facebook ad, they click through, they get onto the landing page, and they put in their email address and their name to get the opt-in. From there... They have to head to their email inbox in order to open the email, and in that email, there's a link that they click to get the document. So it's, I guess, three steps. The number of people who see the Facebook ad and click through and put their email address in and then never open the email is astounding. And then beyond that, I I think that's interesting, but then the even more interesting part is people who open the email but never actually click. So they don't actually get the opt-in, but they've opened the email that carries the opt-in. The reason that I point this out, it's totally standard in email marketing. It's not surprising at all from a marketing perspective, but it's so interesting to me when you think about the fact that somebody saw a Facebook ad that really spoke to them enough to click through. They saw something that they related to, they feel the struggle, they feel the pain, and they take the first step, but not the second step. 
and not the third step. Or they take the second step, but not the third step. And so they're all of a sudden opting into all these different things, I would assume, but not actually taking any steps. So I was talking to a client the other day, and he was telling me how often he Googles productivity hacks, productivity tricks. And I was telling that to my Facebook ads manager, and she was like, that should be our ad. We should just have an ad that says, stop Googling productivity tips, right? Because people get so obsessed with figuring out how to do things the exact right way that they just don't do it at all. And we see that in all areas of life coaching where people are just paralyzed with options or they do what we call procrastinate learning. They learn and learn and learn, but never implement. So I just think that's really interesting and something to pay attention to if you're that type of person who sees something that intrigues you, sees something that seems promising, and then you take one step in the right direction or two steps in the right direction, and then you just kind of give up, right? You assume that it's not going to work for you, so you never actually give yourself the conditions to find out whether it works for you or not. And this is not personal to me, right? I don't care from a business perspective if somebody doesn't open my opt-in. I just care from the perspective. Well, I do care. I want clients, of course. But (laughs) I mostly care because it seems so disappointing that somebody would have related to it and then not taken the necessary steps. I want to tie that back to one quick thing within life coaching, which is an email exchange I had with a woman who said that she would pay a certain price for a group coaching program, and it was slightly lower than what I charge for my group coaching program. And I asked her why it was that price, and she said, I want to pay that amount in case I hate it. And I responded back and I just told her, hey, listen, I'm really, really not trying to change your mind. I promise. I just love to have a good, engaging conversation. But I've made the decision in my life that when I invest in something, and that means when I invest my time, my money, and or my energy, I'm going to decide that it was the right thing. And so this sounds like such a life coach thing to say. But just deciding that it was the right decision makes you go all in. And even if you do end up hating it, or even if it does end up not working, at least you gave yourself the conditions to fully check it out. That's my first piece of advice is if you're going to invest in something, and whether that's a free freebie, taking the time to put in your email address, or it's actual money and eight weeks to go into a group coaching program, decide that you're all in or you're all out, either all the steps or none of the steps. Okay, I got really worked up, so I have to settle myself down a little bit. (laughs) This is just such an interesting topic to me. Okay, without further ado, here are the survey responses and then my response back to those people. Survey response number one says that the biggest challenge in this person's life is managing their workload without losing focus and losing time shifting priorities. Here's my response. I asked, what's the single biggest thing that causes you to lose focus and shift priorities? If you're not sure yet, I highly recommend implementing a deep work habit, so starting with one hour per day, and then noticing what threatens to pull you away from it. This will give you so much information to start with. So the thing is that often we don't have the awareness of what's getting in our way because we don't have a system that we're working against. Once you implement a system, and you can call it a system, a protocol, whatever you want to call it, once you implement that, all of a sudden you know what you're measuring against, and then you know how you're not stacking up against that measurement, and that will give you really crucial information to work off of. 
The second survey response says that the number one challenge in this person's life is overwhelming amounts of work to do. So what I didn't say to this person and what I would actually say moving forward is that thought, I have overwhelming amounts of work to do, is completely unproductive and completely useless to you. It seems so true, but what you want to do is start noticing that thought and noticing the way that you validate it over and over and over again by the way that you feel about it and then the way you react to it in terms of your actions. One suggestion is to detach yourself just one step. Instead of saying, I have overwhelming amounts of work to do, say, I think that I have overwhelming amounts of work to do. And just that one little step backwards helps you see it with a little bit more objectivity. The other thing that I suggested to this person is one of my go-to strategies, which is called do, dump, delegate, delay. I have no idea who first introduced me to this concept, but I've been using it for years and it's what I go to in a pinch. I said to make a list of everything you think you need to do and decide whether you'll do it, dump it, delegate it, or delay it. Don't let yourself get away with any decision that's not one of those four. And then I said to this person, and you're welcome to do the same, once you've done that exercise, reach back out to me for step two. So again, just want to reiterate that the way that you think about the volume of work that you have on your plate is totally going to influence the way that you show up to work on that volume of things. And if you need a little bit of extra help with that, if you're not buying that it's all subjective, then ask yourself, how would somebody else or how could somebody else see this amount of work? So I always joke with my clients like, well, what would Oprah think about the amount of work that you have to do? She'd probably think it's not that much. And the point is not to guilt trip yourself and compare and fall into a place of comparison and judgment, but it is to give you a little bit of perspective to show you that it's just subjective and that it is optional to think about it the way you're thinking about it. I can hear the reactions of people who are like, well, Oprah has an entire team, so that's not relevant. And if that's what if that's where your head goes, totally fine. The point and the takeaway is just that it's subjective and changeable. One of the other survey responses said that the number one thing that is challenging for this person is they love their career, but lately they're struggling with conflicting feelings of changing their career path. My response was that the email that I sent to my list last week was meant for this person. So it's called the first step in every decision-making process. If you would like access to that email, shoot me an email, hello at peakcoaching.co, and then join the email list for the future at peakcoaching.co, and then you'll get all my emails moving forward. That email is super simple, and it basically says that you already know inside you whether you're ready to make a decision or not. My clients always come to me with all these different things that they want to make decisions on, and they always want my advice, they want my input, but I always first ask them, do you already know if it's time to make a decision? And sometimes they'll be like, yeah, I totally already know, and most likely they already know the decision they want to make anyway. And then sometimes they say, yeah, I'm not ready to make a decision yet. And then we go into what I call information gathering mode, which is your way to explore openly and with curiosity instead of all the stress and frenzy of being in that place where you think you should be making a decision but you're not ready for it. I also just want you to take a minute to think about the way that this person phrased 
this issue, struggling with conflicting feelings. That thought is going to lead to struggle, conflict, right? Naturally, it's already in the sentence. If it's in the sentence, it's going gonna, it's gonna to bleed into your feelings and your actions. And most likely from the place of thinking of I'm struggling with conflicting feelings, you're going to be all over the place and you're just going to act out that entire struggle through your actions. You're going to throw yourself in 20 different directions or you're just going to procrastinate, totally stall, analysis paralysis, right? So just think about a way to rephrase that, which is something super simple like I'm exploring changing my career path or I'm curious about changing my career path. Just think about the way that that would show up very differently in your life and in your process if you had a different thought about it. Okay, number four. This person's challenge is focusing on making improvements at work instead of putting out fires. So here's what I said. I said, here are my two challenges to you. One, as tempting as it is to call them fires, call them something more neutral like requests. It sounds like semantics, but it will instantly alert your brain that they're not as dire or urgent as you think they are. And then I said, number two, for one to two days, make a list of every request that feels like it's derailing you. Email me the list with how you could handle it differently in the future, and I'll send you some tailored recommendations. So I'll be super curious if this person does end up responding because I do think that a lot of times when people are confronted with the ways that they are contributing to their situation, they're not ready for that. Self-included in some instances where I'm just not ready to take ownership, and that's totally fine. But I'll be really curious, and I'll keep you updated if this person does respond about what the quote-unquote fires are in his workplace. And here's the last one for today, but I promise that I'll do this again because this is so much fun for me. I'm so excited to see patterns start to emerge with different people who are responding. And I'm so, I love giving advice, obviously, but I also love opening up people's eyes to the idea that their thoughts are contributing to the way that they show up in these different circumstances. So here's the last one. The question What's the number one challenge that you have in your life right now? This person's answer was just balance. So I said, what things are you trying to balance right now? My challenge to you is to reframe the word balance in your mind. Often, striving for balance leaves us feeling like we're failing in all areas, which obviously isn't a great feeling. Is there anything that you're holding on to in the name of balance that you're ready to drop or delay? So again, revisiting that idea of do, dump, delegate, delay. I said, do some thinking on that question and let me know what you come up with. So if you are struggling with balance, ask yourself first if calling it balance and striving for balance where you're perfectly in equilibrium in all areas of your life is reasonable and even desirable. That's the first step. And then again, step two is what are you ready to let go of that you've created a story around, but you don't actually want to be doing? I would love to give you customized recommendations. I ask that you shoot me an email, hello at peakcoaching.co, and just get super specific about what you're struggling with in your life when it comes to productivity, time management. Those are such big umbrella topics that I really want to be able to hone in. If you do email me and it's not super specific, I might just follow up with you and, and let you know that I need a little bit more information in order to give you tailored recommendations, but I would love to do this virtual speed coaching with you. Hit me up and I will see you guys on the next episode. Thanks. 
Thank you for listening to The Peak Podcast. Your support helps this podcast grow. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend and then head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It is so much appreciated, and I will see you on the next episode.